Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Tour de Cycling podcast. For this, uh, my thoughts on the Criterium de Dauphiné so far after stages 1, 2 and 3. Let's run, jump right into it. Going to be another short episode as I'm viewing towards. So, little podcast update. I am trying to get these podcasts out as much as possible. And... They will be mostly short, so if you fancy just a quick recap of a small race um, or quick thoughts on a bigger race, then this is the place for you. Just about five to ten minutes and quick recap or quick thoughts on what's going to happen. So moving on, Criterium de Dauphiné, stages one, two and three have finished with Christophe Laporte winning two of those stages and Junior Alaphilippe winning stage two. Uh, So far, it's been quite interesting. Um, And I'm excited to see where this goes to with the time trial that's tonight. Uh, well, tonight over here in Australia. Um, yeah, I think today we'll... Who's going to win the time trial? I reckon Vindegaard would probably be the favourite for that. Uh, but then overall in GC as well, Vindegaard will probably win. Because... There's no one really else who can beat him, in my mind, so... I mean, Egan Bernal, you never know, might have a cracking time. Uh, I also think a few of the Australians, Haig, O'Connor and Hindley, have to prove themselves a little. I think they do have a big opportunity to podium place in this tour, so I hope that they do well. Uh, Christophe Laporte... He could hold on to the jersey tonight. Uh, 11 seconds over Alaphilippe, 17 over Carapaz, 19 over Herigots, and 23 over the rest of the main bunch. There is opportunity for him to hold it until the uh, mountains really come. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes tonight. If he pushes himself a lot, or does he save himself for green jersey? I think Matteo Trenton is aiming for the green jersey this tour, uh, but Laporte already has a 30-point lead over him, so going to be a bit tricky for him. Uh, KOM points, Grondin from Arkea is winning that, but only by a point over Latour, and a couple over Burgundio, uh, Burgundu, my mistake. Herigot's winning the white jersey. Uh, four seconds over Van Gill's right and the rest. And UAE are winning the team's classification. Well, they're par with DSM, Eveth, Education, Ineos and Covetous. Um, interesting, yes. So, my thoughts on stage one. Well, <laughs> got to give credit where it is due. Herigots, what an effort from him. Getting pipped at the line with, I believe, 20 metres to go. 
after a rainy descent for about 10Ks. Got a big gap, well, not a very big gap, but got a decent gap on the descent, but couldn't hold on to it at the end. I'm sure all of the neutral fans would have loved to see him win, but not to be so. As Laporte and Trenton came past, he's still finishing third though, so it's a good result for him. Uh, stage two, Alaphilippe winning. There wasn't actually much to talk about. I mean, Carapaz sprint at the end was very interesting, and Testvazion for Trek Segafredo coming third. I don't think anyone was really expecting that, but he did well, so credit where it's due to him. And moving on to stage three. Uh, Christophe Laporte, of course, winning that over Matteo Trenton. And Grunewagen and Sam Bennett getting relegated. Now, this is interesting. I didn't think that it was too wrong by Sam Bennett. Um, Grunewagen did obviously have to move out of the way, but I think it was not that bad by Sam Bennett um, could have been worse uh, but I think overall the right decision weren't any crashes so that's important um, not much else to talk about from this stage but yes we head into the time trial and then the mountains and that's where it all heats up so that's all I'm going to talk about again really short if this is what you're into, then thanks for listening. Quick prediction, uh, Vanguard's going to win, and I'm going to say Hindley is going to be in the top five somewhere, along with Carapaz. Just a quick prediction there. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll try to do a podcast at the end of the Criterion. Anyway, uh, see you then. Goodbye. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Twitter Cycling Podcast for this uh, recap of the Criterium and the first stage of the Tour de Suisse. Uh, quick update on the podcast, um, trying to get them out as quick as possible and trying to give you guys some content to listen to. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, just short ones, as I said, they'll always be around, you know, 5-15 minutes, somewhere in there, uh, so you can just have a quick listen to what's happening in the cycling world. So let's get right into it, uh, Criterium du Dauphiné, uh, Vinegard winning that, of course, ahead of Yates, and then O'Connor, Hindley, and Haig. Three Australians in the top five. The only three Australian GC contenders, I would say, at the moment as well. All at the same race. It's good for them. Uh, Especially good for Ben O'Connor, I think. After having a tough time since basically the Tour de France last year. Uh, Getting a third place. uh, A podium finish at the Criterium. That's nice for him. Uh, Vinegard, I mean, wasn't really a surprise that uh, he was going to win. I think he won two stages and just absolutely dominated in the mountains. 
Uh, Christophe Laporte winning the green jersey. Uh, Julia Giacconi winning the uh, polka dot jersey just at the end from winning the final climb. Only win one by two points over second place. Uh, yeah, so that's... I think it was a good race. Showed how Vinegard's feeling for the tour and obviously he's feeling amazing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the tour which is coming up very shortly, only about 20 days out now, to see how he does in that. Adam Yates, I was very impressed by him. He was climbing well, able to stick second on the road on stage 7, and also stage 8. Always the rider behind Vinegard. Ben O'Connor probably would have been a bit disappointed he didn't get second, but still podium finish. That's very good for him. Uh, stuck with Vinegard for a very long time during the race. Alaphilippe on his birthday, stage eight, couldn't pull off the win even though he was in the breakaway. Uh, everyone, I'm sure, is wishing him a happy birthday. So am I. Um, Finishing 10th in GC from Alaphilippe, so work was still done uh, for him in the Criterium, and obviously he got the stage win as well, so he didn't do nothing this tour, but he, I feel like he could have done more, but uh, yeah, what the riders go through is pretty crazy, so yeah, they do amazing jobs. Um... Martin Fakovitis in the top 10 as well. It was nice for Kovitis to have that. You know, you know, X rider in the top 10 as well, finishing 8th. Uh, yeah. That's all there is to talk about, I think. Uh, Mikhail Bjerg winning the time trial hand of Vinegard. That was a shock surprise. Ben O'Connor doing a good time trial as well. All interesting things from this tour. Could continue talking on and on and on. But uh, let's just try to cut it a bit shorter. So, Tour de Suisse, uh, Stefan Kuhn uh, beating Evnepol by, I think, 6 seconds and Van Aert by 10. Nice for Stefan Kuhn to uh, have a race win finally in his home race as well, so that's nice for him. Uh, excited for the Tour de Suisse, Evnepol will probably win this one, although Ayuso has a good chance of podiuming, I think, and it'll be interesting to see how Wout van Aert is for the Tour. Uh, hasn't raced since Paris-Roubaix, I believe, so it'll be interesting to see how he's feeling, he's trying to warm up for the Tour. Uh, yeah. So, what else is there? The ZLM Tour, that's probably finishing soon. I haven't been really keeping up with that. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about. So, I'll see you guys next time. Uh, probably halfway through the Tour de Suisse for a bit of a recap. And see what's going on in that race. So, I look forward to your company then. Uh, but for now, goodbye.